0: Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit, where we bring you the secrets behind what it actually takes to be successful as a podcast guest without being sleazy or salesy. I'm your
1: host, Christine McAllister. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Janton. Together, we're sharing the tips and strategies that we and our clients have used to generate seven figures from podcast guesting so that you can tap into the true power of podcast interviews.
0: Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your business, a podcaster who wants to grow your own show or both, you're in the right place. Welcome to Podcast
1: Guesting for Profit. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Guesting for Profit podcast with your hosts, Nicole and Christine. In last week's episode, we reposted an encore of an episode launched last year in 2022 called the top three tips for podcast guesting in 2022. All of those tips are still relevant and definitely important in 2023. So I definitely recommend going back and checking out that episode if you haven't listened already. But we wanted to come on and give you a bit of an updated or rather an extended list of tips to help you to succeed in podcast guesting in 2023 and beyond.
0: Yes, we're so excited to share these with you, and let's dive right in with probably the biggest change that we have noticed, and that we also got to speak with other people, other leaders in the industry at PodFest. And that is that, first and foremost, number one biggest tip we want you all to hear today is that the industry and specifically the number of people who are guesting and looking to guest is continuing to expand and explode at a massive rate, a massive rate. And really, really what that means is more than ever, you have to be clear on how you stand out. Okay. So There are over 10 million people who want to be guests. And a number that I heard at PodFest was that there are 200,000 podcasts looking for guests. So 200,000 podcasts looking for guests and over 10 million people who want to be guests. That's a pretty big discrepancy, right? We're talking about an elite number of shows, looking for guests. And so that means you've got to learn how to become an elite guest. And where does that start, Nicole?
1: Yeah. So this is really going to start before you even get on the show with connecting with the host. If you want to get booked on a show and particularly these top or bigger shows, you need to be able to create a pitch that stands out. Because as podcast hosts, we get spammed with tens, sometimes hundreds of pitches. Maybe some of these top podcasts are getting thousands of pitches every day. I would not be surprised. And so if you want to stand out from the crowd, you really need to make sure that you have a pitch that makes you stand out to the host as a great value add for their listeners.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that includes doing things like this is a specific one that we get a lot, a lot of positive feedback from hosts who book our clients is that you make a short personal video for that host. Make a short personal video that is wildly, wildly going to put you heads and shoulders above the rest because most people are not willing to do it. So start making a little personal video for everybody that you pitch.
1: Yeah. And that really lets them to get a taste of your energy. And it actually starts to build that relationship a little bit more before you even get on the show. So if they do select you, it's almost like they know you a little bit more. It's like if someone comes into your DMs with a video message, it always feels a little bit warmer, a little bit more inviting. Like you get to know them a bit more than just a strict short message.
0: So, so true. Okay. What's tip number two?
1: So tip number two is once you're on the show, you still need to stand out as a great guest because with the podcasting industry being how explosive it is, there are thousands, millions of episodes that people can listen to. If they're listening to the beginning of your episode and they feel like it's kind of canned or a little bit boring, it's easier than ever for them to just click next, go to the next episode or click off and go on to a different podcast. So it's really, really important that you are not only showing up from a Place that you're sharing value and being really interesting, but also being really engaging.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So one of the things that has the most opportunity to change the entire tone of your conversation, of your interview is if you treat it as a conversation instead of an interview, like really give yourself a chance to ask some questions of that host to create a dialogue rather than making the host work for it, right, and pull answers out of you, create a back and forth that is going to allow you to shine some of that spotlight that's being shown upon you back onto the host. And that way your episode is going to stand out amongst all of the others that were just one-sided
1: yeah exactly and another thing i find that really helps for a powerful podcast conversation is going beyond just your keynote so we've all had those guests that come on and i mean it's great if you have notes and you have some preparation but a lot of the time people will be asked a question and they go straight to their notes or how can i answer this question with what i already have prepared And it's always so much more engaging when you see the interviewee, whether it be on a podcast or even think about, you know, when you're watching your celebrities be interviewed on late night talk shows, you can tell if they're sitting with that question and really being present and giving an authentic answer. That's always going to be so much more engaging than whatever prepared canned response that you think is going to be best.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And to say the reason that most people try to have canned responses The reason that people ask us, can I send questions ahead of time? Well, I know what they're gonna talk about. Look, it's a comfort zone thing. Like, and that's okay. That's natural, that's normal, that's human. Even though so many of us as high achievers and perfectionists would like to pretend that we're not human, I'm raising both my hands over here. It is part of being human to want to have as much control over the situation and how you're presented as possible, right? None of us want to look unprofessional or unprepared in any kind of way. So we try to control for that. And that does come across um, more uptight maybe than you normally are, more uncomfortable than you might normally be. And so this takes practice. This takes preparation. And it is worth the practice and preparation rather than hiding behind, you know, very strict, specific talking points.
1: And a lot of the time I even notice that when people are going on as guests, even sometimes the tone of their voice will change. It's like right when you press record, right? We put on that buttoned up version of ourselves and we're oftentimes afraid to be authentic. So it's really important that you put in the preparations that when you get on there, you can really feel like you can flow through it. You have all that preparation. You don't need to stick to a script or stick to this mask that you're wearing, you can really allow your heart to shine. And that's, what's going to help you to connect with the audience and the host.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love the way you said that. All right. What's tip number three.
1: So tip number three is going to be for after the episode airs, which is promoting with the episode and engaging with the host and their audience, even after the episode has already aired. So it might actually surprise you that a lot of podcast hosts don't promote their episodes. And if they do promote their episode, it's often in a very small way. Maybe they have a very small mention of it at the end of their weekly newsletter. But this is a huge mistake.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What is tip number three?
1: Tip number three is to promote the episode and to engage with the host and the audience, even after the episode has already aired. You might be surprised to hear that most podcast guests actually don't promote their episodes and we find that this is a huge mistake.
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh. This is such an opportunity to increase your credibility, your authority to build that relationship with the host. And what I've heard from some of the top names in our industry is that while they might be going on lots of podcasts they don't promote those because they just want to promote their own stuff to their feed. And that is a mistake. That is a mistake. That is choosing you know, competition and scarcity over collaboration and possibility. And so really, really want to remind you of the power of showcasing a collaboration with someone else, which is what an interview is, right? That interview is going to make you look good. It is not going to take anything from you, right? So share it when it comes out and make sure that you tag that host in your posts. A lot of times you're going to get reshares in front of their audience. They are going to appreciate it. Hosts notice whether or not you share Their episodes, especially if they've gone to the trouble of creating you assets, graphics, audiograms, any of those kinds of things, and sending you an email with that collateral inside it. And it's super important. We know this for the algorithm, but also to show that host that you are super appreciative of them to engage with the listeners who comment about that episode, engage with them, respond to their comments. Thank them for listening, build those relationships with the listeners who went out of their way to share their, to listen and share their takeaway, right? Form those connections and also help more people see your posts and the, and the hosts, host posts too. Hashtag host posts. Okay. (laughs) And finally, I know that this is something that you are um, actively working on for us and have been doing lots of, lots of research and, um, and forming SOPs around. And what's what's the last part of this tip?
1: Yeah, so the last part of this is going to be repurposing the episode into content. So of course, you're going to be promoting the episode the day that it airs, have it marked on your calendar, fit it into your content calendar, however that looks for you. But then even after that date, perhaps weeks later, even months later, you can continue repurposing that episode into content. So for example, you could transcribe the episode and turn it into a blog post. This is really great for SEO. You could also create social media graphics with quotes from the episode, or you can turn it into a video or a podcast snippet for your YouTube, for your Instagram, for TikTok. As you probably know, video content is key. It really ramped up over the past couple of years and it's continuing to be one of the most engaging forms of content in the online space in 2023. So being able to repurpose the podcast into these video content is actually going to help you to continue to convert from the episode, even after it's aired, even if they perhaps don't even listen to the full episode, right? They might just catch that snippet and that was the exact thing that they needed to hear. And you're going to keep drawing people back to that episode to listen on later because it really is an evergreen source of marketing. It's an evergreen asset. So the more you can continue to draw people back to that episode, it's just going to continue to serve you. And of course, the host is going to appreciate it as well. And so I wanted to mention a couple of applications that I've been playing around with. One is called Headliner.app. You can access it on a browser. You can also download an app from the App Store. And this allows you to pull any episode of a podcast, even if you don't have the MP3 file yourself. So let's say you were on a show a couple months ago. You might not have that MP3 file. You can actually just go into that application, search for the podcast and find your episode. It will pull the MP3 for you. And right on there, you can actually pull out the snippets and make it into audiograms. So this is going to be you know, like either a moving picture or a video that's not exactly the video of you talking like it would be for a YouTube video, but with that audio in the background. And you can also use things like repurpose.io or there's also, you know, Canva, CapCut. There's all sorts of different softwares out there. But if you are not currently repurposing your podcast episodes into some kind of video, audio content, I'd say you're definitely missing out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We would love to hear which of these tips was most helpful for you. What's one thing that you're going to take and integrate right away in your pitching or your appearances going forward? So let us know. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider following us on Apple Podcasts, subscribing on Spotify, and sharing it with a friend who maybe is saying, man, I really need to get on more podcasts share this with them and uh, let them know that we're sharing our best stuff in here. They can take it. It's actionable and run with it. Leave us a review as well. Those things mean so much to us and help us get this free information out to more people who need it. Thank you so much for listening. Would you love to be able to attract your dream clients by being a top 1% podcast guest? If so, I want to give you your own personal blueprint that will help you do exactly that. In fact, it is the same blueprint that my clients and I have used to generate over $1 million as podcast guests. And you can grab it right now without even having to opt in at podcastguestforprofit.com. That's podcastguestforprofit.com. You'll be able to watch a free interview of me breaking down the blueprint and get started with attracting your dream clients via podcast guesting today. I'll see you at podcastguestforprofit.com. Here's to living your life with passion.